man, this comic book sucks. And the reviews online said it was good. I wasted my money. Why didn't somebody tell me? Hey everybody, this is Spinnerack. We're doing our comic reviews, and we have Petey here, and we have Calvin Ellis, ready to rock. So today we have something you've been asking for for a long time, something Mario Big Business wanted us to do, but we've held back, and we're sorry. He asked for this? Yes, he definitely asked for this. Okay. So we're doing DC Superhero Girls, and this one is Paper Trail. This is a long series, an eight-part series, so well, I mean, this is the eighth issue, but... This series has been going on. We're supposed to Shay Fontana. Yeah, we interviewed her. It was you know it was, it was very fun to interview her at the Comic Con last year, and she had you know she came from animation and she's working on this and it's a big hit. It's becoming a bestseller as far as the trade paperbacks. So we had to look at what's going on here. Yeah, which, see this is selling well, so that means it's going to be canceled. Don't, don't even. <laughs> why, why would they cancel something that's selling well? Because that's what always happens with that's this type of not stuff. What happened? I've been reading a long time, but go ahead. What comic books have they canceled that that sold well? Mm. Outside of those Vertigo things. I was going to say. The, I was going to say the Vertigo thing. You can't say the Vertigo thing because they're finished. <laughs> Besides, this is only eight issues anyway, so it. it they'll have another thing. They've had. This is like they've done. Uh, they've done. This is like the it's not I don't know if it's the second but at least two or three series have been going on with this so it's yeah, like, they had the Superman Earth One series all of those sold well we don't know when the next one's coming out if well, ever well that one's more like when they want to decide to do it because they let that's it go. the thing it's selling well why would you let it go belly up it's selling well get the next one out there but they're like these guys are this is make letting the creative do whatever they want instead of saying. They're like, well, we, I want to do it with, um, Jeff Johns wants to do it with, um, what's, what's the artist that he did Batman with? I don't know, I forget his name, but he wants to stick with the same artist, so it's like, well, we're already doing this thing with Doomsday, so we're pushing down on the back burner, because you're going to make a lot more money on this, and then we'll make money, more money on Batman year one, or I don't know. But anyway, anyway, in the story, we have this, this tale's called Paper Trail, and they, we have the little bit of the titans fighting these like almost flat versions even though it's a cartoonish sort of thing these sort of flat drawn versions of wonder a wonder girl and the at this point they're they, i mean they're pretty formidable but we're sort of thrown into the story but as it goes on it still stays fun because they run into this book reading which they have the black canary who's giving up her her superheroine to do this some music called the the Canary Cries, <laughs> and it just was cracking me up. But then, of you course, know, they actually did that in her in the canon stories too. They had her in the, she was like the leader of a grunge band. She was. Yeah, they had oh, a ripped. Like, they had her in like a ripped. <laughs> her stockings were ripped. You know, she's so, over there. She was fronting the band. So they're spoofing this part because she has all this dark eyeshadow, the can, the Canary Cries, and then um, it takes two seconds for her to join the group where she says she's out of it, they steal her CDs, and she's back in it right, right away. So then they find a way to stop what they call the Wondies in there with using their lassos. But then we go back to the school, and we see the Enchantress, and it does, they don't say exactly, but it seems like it's magic paint that sort of caused them to create these characters. So why doesn't the Enchantress use the magic paint more and creates some of DC's worst villains? And this is just a fun read, you know. And although there's also, was it Craft the War World? 
they had with uh, making up, they made some sort of digital thing. So, yeah. like, I love that play on the play on words. So, I mean, it's just a fun book. And, you know, if you know the continuity, obviously there's going to be bits that you like that you can check out. And you have something where you can look at and then your, you know, your son or daughter can snatch from you and say, why are you reading that? This is mine. You know, like kids with Lego with the parents stealing it and making their constructions. Well, like, no, that's mine, Dad. Give it back. So <laughs> what do you think about the book? Well, I can understand why big business was after us to do this. For some reason, these sorts of books get high ratings from us, but I'm realizing they get high ratings because they do what they're supposed to do. One, they're entertaining. They, they click on all cylinders in terms of the characterization, plotting, all of that sort of thing. And it's actually directed at the people that are buying it. I'm somebody who wants to read Thor. When I pick up Thor, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Put that to the side. I'd like to read Captain America. I pick that up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Got to put this to the side. You know, I'm like, hey, what's this? Oh, what's this uh, metal, the casting? Uh, pick this up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? You know, put this to the side. Now, mind you, every time I put it to the side, I can't get my money back. That doesn't make me happy. This, you pick it up, and you're like, okay. I look at the cover. I look at what's going on. Yes, this is exactly what it is that I'm expecting, and it hits. It's not like I come over here and, like, okay, DC superhero goes, and I pick it up, and they're all you know, with AK-47s, and they're committing murder or something. It's not that extreme. But it's also not to the point where it's this realm of you know, serendipitous silliness where anything goes and I can't, you know, there's, no wit, there's no gravitas to it. In the world that's created here, this is still serious. It reminds me of like the Archie stories where if you understand, look, it's a big deal if Archie gets caught going on a date with Veronica by Betty. Even though he, they both know he's dating either one of them, mm -hmm. it's still a serious thing that you understand like, okay, you know, hope Archie doesn't get caught. Yeah. And in here, along the same lines. So, they hit every single thing that they're supposed to do in terms of crafting, and it's still entertaining at the end of the day. The only, there's only one problem I have with this, and that I didn't read it earlier, that you know, I got into issue eight. Mm -hmm. But that's another strong thing about it. I didn't need to go back and read the other seven issues in order to enjoy this. Yeah. They're able to bring you up to speed. They're able to do enough exposition. And mind you, the exposition is pretty light, because there's a lot of action. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, exposition That's is pretty the late. That's part of having that much amount of action, starting with action. Yeah. Even when you set up, you see Canary and a little ex explanation, then more action of stealing that stuff, and then the action of them stealing the, like there's so much thing happening where... And, and it moves yeah. quickly. It reminds me of a Golden Age comic where there was a, like, Golden Age comics were uh, so compressed in terms of all the stuff going on that literally between four panels, you could have started off in New York City and then been on the moon by at the end of it. But this reminds me of it, but it flows so well. It is so fluid in terms of how it gets the, you know, the action across. Just a fun read at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, there's other bits. The other thing that, Mar I mean, that DC has done, because they've done, you know, Batman um, animated comics. And I think with the Batman series, they sort of um, repackaged them as they went along if interest waned, and it seemed that that seemed to work, but they keep going away from it. When they did Superman Adventures, they sort of like did, what was it, 30 issues? And then they yeah. sort of let it die, but they never repackaged it, and they let, you know, Mark Miller became the Cause biggest it was guy. Because it was like, Superman. I did, I did the Adventures, and it didn't sell. They want me to, they want dark in there. They like, that basically helped, you know, push this lighter stuff down. And when this is like, you just have to repackage it, keep it short. Well, you, have to, you have to have good marketing sense, yeah. too, because they repackaged all the Batman stuff because it was selling better, 
and also because they were putting all of their weight behind you know the Batman stuff. Mm -hmm. Superman was an also ran when it came to the animated series. So his series came out, you know, they, it, I mean, literally, I think they published certain things saying, well, look, Batman's doing well, let's do Superman. Let's see how far it goes. It went as far as it could, and that was the end of it. Nobody was there saying, no, 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 no. Same way that the Batman stuff started to grind out, let's just package it a different way yeah. and bring it back. You know, people were buying it at one point. Let's continue it. No, 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 we don't need to do that. We can put another Batman book out <laughs> because that's making money, but that's also the short-sightedness on them as well at the end of the day. So um, we're going to score this. I'm going to go four. Only one off of just... It was one bit of the Wendy's and how they came with creation. It could have added a little something to explain them for me. I'm just guessing the magic paint. But otherwise, I'm, I, you know, I go out and buy this one. And buy this for your kids if it's not for you. Definitely uh, recommend. So what was the score? Four. I said four stars. Oh, going to do my best. Okay, hold on. Let me get my John McCain hand out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a five for me. Yeah. This is a five. This is exactly what a comic book is supposed to be. A comic book needs to be, it, it needs to be open so that anybody at any time can pick this book up and say, one, I understand what's going on. Two, I would like to know more about what's going on in the future. And then three, even better, I would like to go back and read what's going on, not because I need to to understand this one, but because I want to so I can have the full picture. Yeah. It does all of that. So this is a five. All right, thank you, everybody. You know, we got, we brought you one. We brought you one you could take home to your family and let everybody read it. Just pass it along to it's, everyone. It's in always hand. the same book, though. It's always the same type of book. That, you know, <laughs> seems to be. It's always the same type of book for the same demographic that seems to be doing this. So, hey, I guess they know. I guess they know their readers better than I do. Yeah, and we're gonna also send big business out to you to your home, get you a copy because we know you want it. Thank you, America. We got you DC Superhero gir Girls and Superhero High. There are books already out there. There's a bunch of books out there. Go get them. Thank you. See you next time. Thanks, Thanks Benarak. You saved me money. <laughs>